0: Hey, I'm Abby.
1: And I'm Isaac.
0: And we're from the new podcast, Maculate Conception.
1: On Starburns Audio.
0: Do you know someone that's undergoing infertility treatment? I bet you do. Or maybe you did. Did you ever talk about it with them? Did you ever want to talk about it with some friends and not love what they had to say? We've been going through this for a long time. And we want to talk about how to talk about it. Come with us on our journey as we struggle to become parents.
1: We hope that it makes it easier for friends and family to talk about infertility together.
0: So join us on our journey.
1: Previews are available now and full episodes starting October 15th. Listen to the song one more time and take uh, great comfort in hearing Patrick for inhale before he starts the singing. Tell people
2: again. Give them the full time of who that
1: person that is. That is Patrick Keenan from the band The Winter Sounds. So good. He does, uh, if you were a, a
2: pound cake head,
1: if you were <laughs> a pound cake, All episodes
2: available over on allthingscomedy.com. All, all episodes
1: of Pound Cake available uh, if you want to read 112263 and watch the uh, mini-series I promise you will make that podcast more entertaining which I think it is entertaining but I love you're it. gonna want to know what we're talking about. Yeah, but uh yeah, Patrick did all our music and our jingles on that And uh he's just awesome. But go back start this episode again each time that you replay this part always start back over You know what and just hear him go If you wanna
2: be my oh, I love it. I love you know so what much. I'm gonna say it here two things one I can't wait till the first time we do this show live and everybody sings that song together. everyone loud as a family. Yes as a family. right. The other thing is, I think I've just decided I'm gonna we're gonna have fun merch whenever we do our live show. Mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. of the, one of the merches are gonna be uh, an audio like full audio recording of Pen pal front to back. It's like it's a little theatrical play that you can listen to. I'm sorry. Like I want it to be a collection that people can buy. What? Pen, or, I'm sorry. I meant to say pound cake. Pound cake. Yeah. One of the merches. Oh, yeah. I you
1: said that. One of the merches we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, um, everybody. Dude.
2: Thanks, dude. Hey, palers. How are you, friends? Hey, pals. Today, we've done so much already. I love the, the thing I love about getting these letters from you guys is the topics are never ending. As long as you make it about yourself, yeah, you're unique. Who and cares you have how different,
1: If you have different questions and things that are personal... Yeah, things that are funny or extremely traumatic. We've gotten some dark, dark letters mm-hmm. about some serious shit, and I think we and try to gonna, it Don't think you're gonna, don't think you're gonna put this podcast on and just
2: have a laugh every time. We're gonna make you feel something. Yeah, yeah. And then inherently, there'll probably be some goofing around. Oh, just there because, of course. Just, just we're because, because it's us, dude. We're goofy. <laughs> <laughs> we're goofs. We're just goofheads. We're just goofs. Here okay. for the goofs. Do you want to get into one?
1: Do you want to just dive right in? I kind of do. The fans love if it. I'm not, they if hate I'm forgetting it, some sort of like business stuff, we'll we'll get to our it. Our pre-letter banter, the, they don't give a fuck, right. these, these listeners.
2: Email us at thepenpalspod at gmail.com. Us. DM us at thepenpalspod. Send right. us snail mail. Care of the Penpals, yes. 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506.
1: I'll tell you what. How about right now? We just uh, hopscotch... Over to the letters. All right. Okay. Big pile here. I'm just gonna gonna grab this one off the top of this. So if you are able to imagine things, just know that there is a stack of about a hundred. There's a hundred stacks of a thousand letters each. Right. So I'm just going to the first stack here, and I'm just. How many
2: people just decided to never write us? Yeah. Did you hear how many they have?
1: And we're gonna get to all of them. Now, I'm just going to slide this letter off the first. There it is. Yep. Take that. That was hard to reach up there, but honestly, I can't. I don't know what a thousand letters. (laughs) It's probably
2: like two and a half feet.
1: It was actually easy. I had to bend down actually to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that picture had to go up a ladder. (laughs) All right. This one uh, is uh, through email. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about birthdays. Okay. And acting your age. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. This was this was uh, from July. This is a letter from July. See, guys? Don't give up. Don't give up. Dear Rory and Dan, that's proper order. Good is for it? you. First it's off, it's not even alphabetical. It's, it's right, but it is right. Dear Rory and Dan, first off, I am loving the podcast and hope you continue, parentheses, no matter what free will is or isn't making you do. <laughs> Good. Yep. You've already proved, right out of the gate, you've I know. proven you're a fan. Yep. You're proven you're a listener. Yep. And that's why I'm glad we're reading your letter. Second, I want to talk birthdays. Mine is coming up on July 22nd, and I will be 38. Happy late birthday. That's right. I also know that Rory will be having a birthday on August 6th. Happy early birthday. Now, granted, it's already happened, but I'm not going to hold that against you. (laughs) Unfortunately, Dan is a mystery, and no matter where I looked online, I couldn't find his birth date. I know you have a birthday, Parentheses because you are alive, but I cannot properly wish you a happy day since I don't know if I missed it or not. Little did she know. Little did she know. I know that it's right there. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you, but it's right there. (laughs) Moving on, I'm hoping I can find some camaraderie in the fact that even though I am turning 38, I don't always feel like I act my age. I know you will probably say, What is acting your age? But when I look at other people who are in their late 30s, I feel like they are more adult and put together. Parentheses, dare I say, hiding the fun because they feel they aren't supposed to be having fun. Do you ever feel that way? I feel like I am living my best life ever. Case in point, my birthday falls on the first day of Shark Week, so I have bought myself a shark onesie to enjoy the weekend. But I wanted to see where you guys fall on this topic. Again, keep it up, and thanks for being you. Janessa. Thanks, Janessa. Janessa, great letter because you're talking about something that I think everybody as an adult needs to hear mm-hmm. and needs to ponder and mm-hmm. needs to question themselves and wonder who they are. Here's the thing. I think it break I think it's solely broken down to who you are. And where. And I think and and where you are. And I think all of that is contributed by, you know, in many ways, how you were raised. Who raised you? Who was there a serious tone? Would you grow up around adults who were like we everything's serious. You don't We don't talk at dinner. Exactly. Or you don't you don't joke around at these things. Or you don't make that joke. Or you you act a certain way. I think but also, even as I say that out loud, I feel like sometimes being raised that way can contribute to someone going, Well, I'm never gonna be like that. I'm gonna be Goofy and crazy True So yeah I guess uh, But I do I, I, I do think there. It is influenced some way You end up somewhere Because of that influence Either it right. goes Oh my dad was very serious So I'm going to be very serious right. Kind of thing
2: you like, either My mom was very
1: by the book So I'm going to be by the book right. Or my mom was a goofball So I'm a goofball
2: mm-hmm. Or my dad was a goofy You know what I mean What about you? How, how I am the way I am? Do you think you are a, a, like, rebellion to the way you were raised, or you're right in line with the tone that was set by your family?
1: I think I'm pretty right in line. I think I have a family that was a bunch of jokesters. I think I come from a big family, um, specifically on my dad's side. Uh, he was one of five kids, and all of them have uh, the ability to be very funny. Gotcha. All of them. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's kind of crazy, but they all have that personality. And I think that is attributed to the fact that I think my grandparents both had uh, great humorous personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're pretty serious about stuff. Sure. Um, and I think I am felt directly in line with that. I okay. think early on I saw adults goofing off, making jokes. I watched my uncle like hold the attention of a room riffing something over and over repeating a joke and yeah. crushing yeah. and was like wired to go I want everyone looking at me laughing doing mm-hmm. that thing yeah. I mean I could not be more in direct result <laughs> of
2: that kind of upbringing But do you when you were a kid do you think you are your do you think that right now you are living the age as to how you thought it would be No at
1: 38, what's so interesting to me is I think, I truly think it is all just a choice. I think we yeah, have it in our minds that like there's an age where you, I, like I'm 38, and when I was like 14, I thought that was like a grandparent. Like it I seems know. so distant. And now, don't you kind of still feel like you're 25? At 30, I I sometimes feel like I'm 16. Yeah. There's There's days where I feel like I'm 16. There's days where I definitely feel 25. The only thing that's ever made me feel 38 is just my physical health. Of like, but you you're know, still
2: in pretty good shape.
1: Pretty good shape. But you know what I mean? Like right. where you go and play. A pickup basketball or something, and you're like, ah. It usually, doesn't take me three days to physically recover, but it is like, well, you no matter, no matter what your mentality is, right? You just can't do anything about the physical part of it, right? But mentally, um, and I keep even as I talk out loud, I sort of am contradicting myself as I start to say all this for the well, first time. Well, because there's dualities of truth, but I, but I mean, even as I say that, it's a choice. I don't even know if I can say that it actively is a choice because it, no part of me is making a choice to continue to behave the way I behave. I mean, I, I think I'm just wired to be like that. I mean, look at our jobs. Our jobs is be fun, be funny, bring a lightheartedness to, to people's lives when they mm-hmm. come to a show. Mm-hmm. It's not that we can't be serious, and it's not that we can't act even 48 sometimes. Right, But I think overall— our job is the job that it is because that's just who we are. We're, we're, we're lucky and fortunate in the sense that the thing that we do to make money is a direct result of us just being ourselves. To right. me, that is the best job you can have. That's why
2: I've had conversations with people where I'm like, if, if somebody told me, like, if I had someone in my life who was like, I don't want you to do comedy anymore, I'd be like... This is going to sound cliche maybe, but I literally would say – my response would be like, you don't want me to be myself? Yeah. I'm, th- I'm not working at a fucking Blockbuster here. I'm yeah. literally – my job is a representation of who I am. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought you worked at Blockbuster. Mm -mm, It closed. I did until it closed. And then I got into this comedy thing. It closed because I wouldn't just, you know, be mature at work. (laughs) Right. But I think, okay, that's that mature at work, too. That's the thing she says. Right. People stop having fun.
1: Yeah. Well, she says what you know, she's talking about what is truly acting your age. And she says, I feel like there's people who are in their late thirties and they're more adult and they're put together, which I think is an interesting way to put it. And an opinion. And she thinks they're just hiding the fun because they feel like they're not supposed to be having fun. That is her opinion, but I bet you that is a popular opinion of people I mean, who put are, together. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like or lighthearted. I don't even know if it's lighthearted. To me, it's just I think there's it's just people that take things so seriously, and I I don't want to blame them. It's not like they can just suddenly go, all right, well, I guess it'll be fun and funny. It's it's who they are. Right. But I, I know what she means where you it makes you feel guilty in a way where, like, am I supposed to be, like, more personally disciplined? Am I supposed to be more right. a certain way at this age? Because I think growing up, we're all kind of told that. We're I do. We're kind a- of told that, you know— All right, after college, you got to put it away. Right. You got to start to, you know, become this other person. You're kind of a raised to think that. And I think you then feel guilty if that never kicks in for you. You're like, oh, am I, what's wrong with me? Right. Which is so weird because to me, it's the best way to possibly be. As opposed to, well, I'm 38. I'm going to act like I'm an old, (laughs) responsible adult. Like, that sounds so boring and unfun.
2: Well, in my current hour... stand-up right now i start out with this whole question of am i a bad adult yeah like you thought and i do a bit where i go does anybody else have this feeling that you got done with when you got done with college or maybe you were smart enough to not go you thought oh someday i'll own a lawnmower and you've you're nowhere near a lawnmower right now i heard you do in san diego Yeah,
1: yeah. and a lawnmower is a great example (laughs) because in your head you do think like well
2: You know, one day I'm going to have to cut grass and not get paid to do it because it'll be my yard and I'll (laughs) have to do it. But it's just not – and if you aren't in that place, is that necessarily a bad thing? Like when she's talking about like, oh, I have to stop doing this or I have to start doing that. Here's what I think of. You are just a – you are a product of your environment. And you know that whole thing of like, oh, pace of traffic. Like when you're driving, like if everybody's going fucking 80, you can't be going 55. Right, yeah. And if everybody's going 55, if you really want a ticket, drive 80. Right. So – It depends on where you are. If you are in a small Midwestern town with a very kind of normal routine to life for the average person, and you are 35, and you don't have a car, and you're living in an apartment, people are probably going to think, oh, you need to get your shit together. But, and I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying that could be an easy presumption of people in that town. But if you are 35 years old, and you live in Manhattan... And you don't have a car, and you live in an apartment, and? Yeah. It it all depends on, like, where you are. If you're with people who are like, well, we get—everybody here got married by 25, and you're 38, and you're still single? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think— But if you're in L.A., and you're 38, and you're still single, no one— that doesn't even sound even on the fucking
1: radar. I think where I grew up, I think in the, I don't know if it's all the Southeast, but I think where I grew up, there was that kind of vibe. I think maybe it's changed a little bit now, but I think there was this sort of vibe like, well, yeah, you got married in your 20s and started having kids in your 20s, which yeah. is fine if that's what you do, sure, but yeah. you can tell it's like i I'm not like anti, a, I'm a, just right. saying an
2: expectation. Right, but it's not for
1: everybody. Right. Um, By choice or not, right. it's just not for everybody. But uh, yeah, I think there's this element of uh, that, that you almost feel the need to do that because of uh, you think that's what you're supposed to do, as opposed to realizing there isn't a supposed to do for any of whatever this experience is. It really is just whatever you want to do. If you're turning 38 and you want to wear a shark outfit the whole week, yes, there are people who are going to go, you're a child, you need to grow up. up." You need to grow up. And... You know, I, you, there's nothing you can do about those people, but then you also have people going like my reaction is holy shit, that's great because that's a level of crazy commitment to just be like, I bought it and I'm gonna wear it because it kicks off Shark Week. Here we go, and that's
2: phenomenal.
1: I to think me. that's yeah. Oh, I think it's so so great. But see, but, maybe
2: she's in a 55 zone driving 80, and she needs to go somewhere where everybody else is 80. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, there isn't a, I guess there isn't a solution to it. I mean, ultimately, what she's asking is, it uh, like what is your take
2: on it? Um, I don't think there's an acting your age. I think there's an acting your feel and I and feeling. And I think that like if you are in an environment that. That makes you feel judged, or you makes you feel like you're judging yourself. Then yeah. you just need to be in a different environment. Like I said, a man in one town or woman in one town with no car and an apartment is viewed a certain way. Yeah. A man in midtown with no car in an apartment is not. It's not even. Yeah. Well, she's saying registered. she's
1: even wondering. Like, I don't always feel like I act my age. That's, That's okay. That's all perception. That's, That's all your perspective.
2: That's what I'm saying.
1: And it's and it's and, and, and but it's also perspective not just on location. Like you could be a person who's like, I own a house, I have two kids, I have a lawnmower, I am very responsible. My house is spick and span. I clean it. I take care of everything. I make sure my kids got their lunches. I get them to where they gotta go on time. They're both involved in multiple extracurricular activities, and yet you could still wear a shark outfit the entire You're week. Right. You know what I mean? 100%. And someone goes, so like where you are, yes, huge part of that perception. But then you can also be someone who has their shit very together and just still be like, well, someone goes, act your age. It's like, what truly, and she says, I know you're going to say, what is acting your age? But I, as people, should just be like, what truly does that even fucking mean? Like acting your age. Like what? Is your age, like the older you get, you're supposed to be this wiser person, like, but with wisdom can also be- become this revelation that you are, you just, you can decide how you act, you know I what I mean? Behavior is all just like, were you hurting people? Like, if you're doing that, then, yeah, grow up. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm 38, but I still like to go and, uh roll houses and graffiti people. So I'm like, all right,
2: I can see in, the, in that version. Well, what see, acting I would say that person... Yeah, I, to me, that sentence would be like, you need to fucking learn respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what age you are. I always say yeah. Age is not a definition of maturity or character. It can be a, an indicator to make presumptions, but it is not the definition. Yeah. You can't know anything. Also, don't you, don't you think that like... Like, we... we there's certain... Ages that are like like one to five is just every year is so dramatically different, Yeah. right? Yeah. And then like five to like nine or ten is is kind of Blendy. your growth, yes. Yeah. And then like eleven to fourteen, and then insane. Yeah. Sixteen to eighteen, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like nineteen to twenty three. Yeah. And then kind, give or take a year, I'm going to skip here, but like, but like, and twenty five to thirty three. But then thirty three to like forty eight to yeah. pretty much you could be of the same health and the same attitude yeah, and the same yeah, yeah. feeling and same perspective. And then like 50 to 65 and then maybe 66 to 72. And then after 72, you're kind of like you're either 73 or 83. That's like, right. but, and so you can be in these big swaths of 38 where that could be a range from like 28 to 48, you're gonna yeah. kind of feel the same and wanna do the same shit. Yeah. Don't be like, well, I'm
1: 38. Who gives a shit? You know what? I don't even, I feel like this point shouldn't even be driven home to Janessa here. I think we're, we're like, talking to her about her own opinion that we also already agree with. I think who we need to be talking uh, at here (laughs) is people who do believe in the idea of acting your age. Those people need to understand that that is just a false... Like you're just you're you're you've painted something in your mind. You've set these markers. You've let other people decide how you're supposed to act and who you're supposed to be. Like wearing a shark for a full week because your birthday falls on Shark Week hurts nobody. And mm-hmm. In fact, if people see it, it maybe makes them smile or laugh and and that's or jealous and or jealous and that's just you going. Yeah, I like to have fun. Like having fun when you're not hurting other people. And I don't know. I have to keep clarifying that, but. <laughs> Because I think it's in important. some ways it falls into the acting your age. Like I said, if you're an asshole and you don't respect other people, then yeah, the the, the 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 term act your age does apply. Because if someone's 10 years old and doesn't respect other people, you kind of give them this
2: pass of like, oh, well, they don't know. But it is your obligation to teach them. Can we say also that it can go the other way? If you're 22 years old and you feel like you found the love of your life and, the, and your happiness to you is like... I really just want to, like, get a home or a nice apartment or something and, like, build a little, like, life together and start mm-hmm. having kids. And somebody says to you, like, you're 22. You need to act your age. I mean, do I think that you've maybe fully <laughs> grown up yet? I mean, grown up but just kind of, like, achieved who you are. You know, a lot of people tend to change in those years. Maybe that's questionable. But if also you- perception. Yeah, also yeah. perception. But if you but if that's what you want, you know, if some people are like you're in college, your spring break should be in Cabo and you're like I really kind of want to just go to a national park and Read a book. Yeah. Like, don't worry about that end of it either. Even yeah, if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. you're chill, you're just super, you're yeah. quote unquote, what you're some you're people nerd. call. Yeah. You're a nerd. Yeah. You're a fucking you're a nerd. nerd. You're, fucking you're a fucking nerd, nerd loser.
1: Dude. You're a nerd loser. <laughs> if you want
2: to be a nerd loser at 20.
1: And you need to be cool go as it. shit. We, got, we completely go the opposite direction <laughs> right.
2: with anybody who does right. nerdy shit.
1: Yeah. I just. Uh, oh, look at me. I pay my taxes on time. Fucking loosen up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good God. I think it's I go to work on time. I
2: I love my kids. (laughs) Fucking barf. I think in summation (laughs) I would say. There is no act your age. Act your feelings. Oh my god. Good for Daniel Vaniel
1: Canyon. Right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What hate what I hate the most is you're making it you are gonna make it a thing.
1: Oh it's already a thing. (laughs) It's a thing the moment I said it and died laughing, and then I saw everyone's response to it. Oh, it! I was like, this is real.
2: Okay. This is bigger than us. So should we tell her we agree with her?
1: Oh, she knew. Janessa knew. Okay. We're a safe space for that kind of thinking. Well, thank you, Janessa. I mean, look at us. We're two assholes that have a podcast. <laughs> that narrows it down. I think that tells you exactly <laughs> what age we are. Mm-hmm. We're just up here, going, send us letters. It's fun. I love it. God, uh, I love
2: it. All right. Thank you so much, Janessa. Thank you, Janessa. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Vaniel Canyon. <laughs> we'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Galley Foods. What's for dinner tonight? If you're tired of hearing that nagging question, Galley is the answer. They're a meal delivery service that does all of the cooking for you. Every day, their team of professional chefs prepares fully cooked dinners, so the only work you have to do is turn the oven on. Their menu rotates daily with options like filet mignon with poblano salsa, crab cakes, romesco chicken, and more. They cook with fresh ingredients, sourced locally whenever possible, and best of all, there are no subscriptions. Simply order whenever you need dinner delivered to your doorstep. Let Galley handle cooking tonight, so that you can spend time doing the things you love with the people you love. Head to galleyfoods.com/podcast to get twenty dollars off your first order. Again, that's galleyfoods.com/podcast, and discover the magic of Galley today.
2: Hey, palers, there's nobody on the planet like you. I believe that because you're my friend. So why would you buy a generic mattress built for anyone else? Helix Sleep built a sleep quiz that takes two minutes to complete, and they use the answers to match your body and sleep performance to the perfect mattress. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more guessing or confusion. So just go to helixsleep.com slash pals, P-A-L-S, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I love you, Helix. So for couples, Helix can even split the mattress down the middle, providing individual support needs and feel preferences for each side. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try out a Helix mattress for 100 nights risk-free. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. So get up to $125 off at helixsleep.com slash pals. A. L-S. That's helixsleep.com slash pals for $125 off your mattress order. One more time, helixsleep.com slash pals. Hey, guys, your pen pals are here, and we want to talk to you about Keeps. Keeps is designed for guys who want to stop hair loss. With their scientific and affordable approach managed entirely on Keeps.com, Keeps is the easiest way to stop hair loss before it's too Late. And it's very
1: relatable. There's a lot of people out there. You're like, oh, I have a little less hair than I mm-hmm. used to. I wonder if there's anything I can possibly do. <laughs> Is there a solution? Yes. There are two clinically proven medications that let you keep your hair.
2: And now they're inexpe- inexpensive and they're easy to get. Yep. You don't have to lose your hair if you don't want to. And Keeps really works. They offer the only two FDA approved hair loss products clinically proven to keep the hair you have. No BS. No BS. Just science. And it's totally safe. These are generic versions of medications that have been around for a while, but now they are cheaper and easier to get. And that's why we want to tell you about Keeps because for for five minutes now and just a dollar a day... You'll never have to worry about hair yeah, loss the sign-up. Again. Sign-up. Takes
1: less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. You answer a few questions. You snap some photos of your, uh, your head. And a licensed doctor remotely reviews your information and recommends the right treatment for you all without ever having to leave your couch. That's right. The doctor never leaves your
2: couch. Guys, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Guys, I actually uh, went through the process of this and checked it all. It is so easy to... To do, And as I said, they offer versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Free. That is a hell of a deal to, for, for getting to keep your hair. Yeah. There's so no, quit putting it yeah, off. You're agreed. putting
1: it off. That's what you're doing. You're agreed. insecure about it. You're worried about it. Will it work? There's a lot of scams out there. Mm-hmm. We're telling you right now, there's no reason to put it off any longer. You can stop your hair loss
2: today, and it's very easy to do sign up with Keeps. Yep, to receive your first month off of treatment for free go to Keeps.com slash pals. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pals. That's a free month of treatment at Keeps.com slash pals. Keeps. Hair today. Hair tomorrow. Hello pen pals. What's my age again? What's What's my my age age again? again? Remember that song? Yeah, who was that?
1: That was the What's My Age Again Players. It's Blink-182, right? I think it is. It's blink 182 right? it's, I, think it's it blink I think that's going to be Blink-182. It's like one 182. of the first hits? Blink-182.
2: Yes. I think I'm right. Don't look it up. No, you're, I know you're not, but I'm telling the penthouse. I did hit
1: Spotify. You did? Yeah. Love a good Blink song. All right. I have blink
2: a- me. I have a letter here. Where did you get that from? It was emailed to us, the Penpals <gasps> at gmail.com.
1: So let's just be very clear. That email is on a cell phone mm-hmm. and there are 100 stacks of 100,000 cell phones. So Dan just grabbed that cell phone off the top of the cell phones. <laughs>
2: it was already it was unlocked. Yeah, and it was unlocked, ready to be read. We people are people are figuring out the greeting game. Ready for this? Yeah. Hi guys. Who knows? Still feels like I'm prioritized there. But How? On.
1: Hi! Come on, you're more of a hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're more of a hey, actually. Hey, Rory. I'm, I'm. What was it? Good evening. Good evening. Good Yeah, that's that would be the proper. Good evening. Remember we good were evening, try- gentlemen. We were
2: trying to do that in Petaluma. Good evening. Evening.
1: Good evening. 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 Yep.
2: Morning. <laughs> Afternoon. Morning. Midnight. 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 Here we are. Ready. Yep. I have always loved hearing about other people's family traditions and general family dynamics. I always think it's so funny and informative about the differences that are woven into each of us at a young age. I have two family quirks slash traditions. One, my dad always referred to my mom as his bride through 30-plus years of marriages, five kids, and up until his deathbed, that that was like a no, that was like its own little novel right there. That was, that was like a, a Nicholas Sparks sentence. That
1: was a intense level of insecurity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> remember, just remember, you <laughs> married me.
1: We are married, uh, bride. Hello, bride, bride. <laughs> bride. You signed the paper just like I did. Bride, 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 bride.
2: I love that. It's very sweet. I agree. On, here's the other one. On Christmas Eve, my grandparents had a huge party. I love it already. Fuck yeah, God! Ugh. And that the grandparents. I are wonder what yet. we're picturing.
1: What are you picturing? W- like w- a lot of wood uh, paneling, tequila shooters.
2: Yeah. Uh- Strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
1: just shots of eggnog. A Zeppelin cover band. <laughs> Grandpa and Grandma. <laughs> but not good. No. no very local. We're going
2: to get this let out tonight!
1: Very local, like that clip of the guys covering Pink Floyd on that trailer. Do you know that video? No. <laughs> They're covering Comfortably Numb, but uh-huh. in this case, it's the Led Zeppelin version of those guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Who wants to hear Black Dog?
1: Who wants it? it you
2: just... <laughs> There's only 12 family members right. there. But to her, it was the whole world. Uh, on Christmas Eve, my grandparents had a huge party. They were the first of their family's generation to immigrate here from Ireland, and so all the great uncles and aunts, along with their children and their children's children, would gather for dinner, as we usually did for Sunday supper. Afterwards, we'd all go to the big back room that was attached to a deck and sing carols until one of my very inebriated male relatives came through the deck door dressed as Santa to hand out presents to everyone that the family had discreetly left for him on the deck. Who wrote this letter? The Hallmark Channel? I know. My immediate family just restarted this and we now have new babies in the family and I always longed for it in the years between my grandmother's passing, bride, and up until, oh no, that'd be her mom. I don't Know. And my grandmother's passing up until our first Christmas with children in attendance. My brother, by default, now plays Santa after a few Irish coffees on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. Do oh ho, oh, ho. Oh. That's a scary one. I'm Santa. Yeah, you sounded like the Santa in A Christmas Story. Where he kicks, <laughs> where he puts the whoa <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ho, oh terrifying. Uh, it was scared the but hell the slide, out of me. But the slide,
1: you're like, god, that's so cool. I know so you cool get a, a slide, slide at the end of oh, your trauma. That's great.
2: There should be a slide at the end of every traumatic every life. Every traumatic, experience.
1: you get divorced, you go down a slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's life is very shoots and ladders, and now, it's only
2: now that I actually fully understand <laughs> that game. <laughs> Do you guys have any favorite family traditions or little quirks that you love? I can't wait to hear about them. Love, Claire. You can call me Claire. I'll tell you what, she signed off with love Claire, thank you Yeah, I agree It felt like it was probably more towards me I'm more of a like, oh, love you, Dan Yeah Ugh right. do we have any? I'm calling her Bride (laughs) Jr. Oh, BJ? I'm (laughs) calling...
1: It's old BJ right there, Claire BJ Bride Jr. My family,
2: we have a lot of traditions.
1: Yeah, I was about to say in uh, in Rochelle. I mean, you have to, or mm-hmm. they kick you out of town. That's actually your taxes that you pay are traditions. You have to prove that you have family yep, traditions. Do. It's not monetary. Um, you do. I want to. I, I I like that. I like. Uh, I like this. You kick it off,
2: okay? Okay. Where do we get? I feel like start I don't here. even have as many. On our Christmas, we do a spaghetti dinner. My grandpa's recipe, still making it, even though we lost him over 30 years ago. That is on Christmas. Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Christmas Eve, we have a big spaghetti dinner. Love that. And I then, love it because it's you don't see it coming. Mm-mm. And then about 10 years ago, so here's a tradition, pretty heartfelt. My grandpa in 1986. For some reason, we aren't a very big camcorder family. Like some people just do a lot of that. We mm-hmm. never really did. You
1: guys are always very much on film. real to real, real, real to real. Yeah. that's right.
2: So linear editing. Uh, Christmas 1986. My uncle filmed Christmas. Just kind of the whole thing because we do everything together. Add like, the camcorder. Room. Yes. Got it. Everybody did it. My grandpa passed away a week later. Oh man. On like January second, nineteen eighty-seven. Yep. So, early two thousand, early aughts, maybe three or four. My grandma gives me the one copy of Christmas nineteen eighty-six, and she's like, "It broke, it broke, I, and it broke because she watched it so much." It was oh like, my god. Okay. Yeah, my grandpa's bride. My grandpa's bride. Groom. So, groom. <laughs> groom. Christmas nineteen eighty-six <1986 laughs> with the groom. So, I held on to this thing for. Six years. Yep. And then living in L.A., I knew somebody who worked in the AV department at USC, and I told them about this, and they're like, uh, "I could not only could I fix that, we could put that on DVD." Yes. And so I think like Christmas 2009, I had a DVD. I went. I got the file off the VHS. Then I made like an iMovie thing with like a uh, like a uh, you know a slideshow menu. Oh, there also was a slideshow, but I made like a menu with like Christmas songs and stuff like that, and you select it—just the real deal. And then I made like a DVD case, and our family loves it's wonderful—it's wonderful Life, So I had like a photo a picture from that. Anyway, so this Christmas, it's it's 2009, and my grandma says I'm picking her up from her house to bring her over to Aunt Connie and Uncle Ken's. And I go, "What's with you today?" She's like, "I just, I just wish I could see your grandpa," and I'm like. You're, dun, you're gonna, yeah. So we dug him up, <laughs> and you're <laughs> your group. Or,
1: or you mean it to be nice where you go, Well, today you're gonna, and the whole day she assumed you're gonna <laughs> murder
2: her. <laughs> oh, that's a tradition. She's like, What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my grand <laughs> Every yeah. Christmas, we pick one person in our family to go see grandpa. <laughs> Shit. Who uh, wants to see
1: Grandpa? We decided to ask Rob Zombie if they had any family traditions, and <laughs> they murder one member every Christmas. It's called the
2: Grandpa Trip.
1: <laughs> Go see Grandpa.
2: And so that year, I gave uh, my aunt and my mom and my uncle and my grandma a copy of this DVD. Now, the reason I tell you all that is to say it's become a tradition. That now, That's... on Christmas Eve, we, as an entire family and so many of these kids that we now have weren't even yeah. born yet. yeah 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 uh, we watch Christmas nineteen eighty six together and Ugh. it is uh, it is always emotional. Yeah. But also when it's done and, and, and you're lit you watch this video and it's kids I mean, I get told to shut up. I'm not shitting you like 10 times. In the video? Yes. Danny, settle down. I
1: would love it. I would love it if. I would love it if at 38. You cannot stop talking during the video you have watched for the past decade.
2: You think people are telling me while we're watching it to shut up?
1: Daniel. But also in the video too. Yeah. Oh, watch, here's where I talk. Daniel! Daniel!
2: Right. <laughs> it's real. It's the part where they're like literally, there's like two or three times where my Aunt Kalan is like, Daniel, act your age! She's just like, Look Danny, in the video. Settle down. There's Look a you're lot eight. of that. I keep singing Felice Navidad. <laughs> I don't know why. I got Teddy Ruxpin clothes. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. Nothing has changed. No
1: in the family dynamic you still cannot shut, shut up, up, up and just watch the video <laughs> <sighs> uh,
0: <sighs>
1: and everyone's like emotional
2: yes and, uh. and but the great thing is is that's you, so you're funny. watching this video of like noisy toys and kids screaming and it's just hectic as hell, yeah. right? Yeah. But then you get done with it and you're like, god, that was just a great time. Yeah, yeah, And you feel like, well, what maybe right now I don't need to worry so much that the kids are like running around and and screaming and yet like right, cuz you're yeah, going to yeah. miss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's a really cool uh tradition that we have yeah. uh for Christmas. That's just one that I I love that we I do. love it. Yeah. I feel like Christmas
1: it's so easy to get into uh I feel like that's where most of the traditions Mm -hmm. exist, right? Yeah. Yeah. We used to, uh, every summer, just to try to mix it up. Do it. Every summer we would, uh, and we don't do this anymore, um, but we used to all go to Myrtle Beach. Mm -hmm. It used to be my grandparents and all of my aunts and uncles, and we would all get like this big uh, condo to stay in. Maybe we would get two, I don't totally remember, but like... It was everybody there for the whole week, and it was just so much fun. There wasn't even, like, something particular about it, but, mm-hmm. like, my aunts and uncles like and my grandparents would play a uh, pinochle yep. at night, and the kids would be running around. We'd, remember like, that watch time when movie. you could barely
2: see over a table? Ugh, the best. People were
1: playing cards. Yeah, and we would, like, go to the pavilion, which was, like, the amusement park at Myrtle Beach, which is now completely gone. gone yeah. Which is so bizarre, because I remember going to it as a kid. And being like, oh, my God, this place is so huge. Mm-hmm. And now having gone back as an adult, where it's been leveled, there's nothing there now. It's like a park. Yeah. And going, oh, my God, all of that fit into in this, this, like, one square block? And I you're know. like, oh, my God. it's I, The size of things as a kid is so bizarre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you go now, if you went back and, like, went to, like, your elementary school so Dude. you're like, why is it so tiny? I th- I could touch both sides of this hall. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, I used to, this felt like a a university Yeah. <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, we used to do that. And like, those were things that we would, those were like staples of the week where we would like go to the pavilion yeah. and we would like uh, um, go to like the pier mm-hmm. and go walk out on the pier. Um, But we don't do that. I wish, I wish that we did that. It's so much harder now because everybody... Uh, one, most of my family doesn't get along anymore. But, right. like, also all my siblings, we're so spread out. I mean, we're here in L.A. I have siblings in Seattle, Have you started DC. any, though,
2: even in your own little nuclear like family of, like, you and, and, and like, Elliot and, like, little things you want to do with her every year? Or... You know, it's so strange, and this is another
1: reason it's such a great letter. I love when a letter can, like, have sort of a spin-off. Sure.
2: You know what I mean? Um,
1: but with, I, I also think that... Uh, like for us on Christmas, we debate like, well, do we go to South Carolina to see my family or right. do we go to Vegas to see Jordan's family? Right. Or do we stay here and people come to us or just like last Christmas was our first just the three of us Christmas. And in our heads, we we're like, oh, what what can be some traditions that we start to like implement? Sure. And I feel like I tried some and I don't even now I don't even remember what they were. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got time. It's a weird thing, too, because you also don't want to force it. Like, you didn't make that video thinking, we'll watch this every Christmas no, Eve for the, the next, next
2: 10 years. Yeah, I think the next year, grandma was like, I, I wanna watch it again.
1: Yeah, and, and then you just kind of, it just kind of became the thing. And then everyone was like, oh, I kind of like this. Like, this, what a weird thing we're doing, but it's like not weird. Right. And it's like, it makes sense to you. Yeah. But it would have made no sense had you been like, and I think we should watch this every <laughs> Christmas Eve. Everyone would have been like, you're insane. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Until it just naturally happened, and we're yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. But if you would have introduced it, it probably would not have become a tradition.
2: Right. Which
1: is what I feel like about my Christmas thing where I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to. And so then we'll maybe do you do this will every find it. You'll exactly, find them. Exactly. Yeah. You start to find them. But um, yeah, we used to also like on Christmas Eve or maybe, I don't know if it was, I think it was on Christmas Eve. We used to always get together um, the whole family again, like everybody yeah. that would go to the beach. And my grandmother, somebody had t-shirts made. That was like the Scoville family like t-shirt and everyone got a t-shirt and it was kind of a crazy yeah. thing to like have this t-shirt. Um and that was just fun. Christmas Eve, everybody opening presents and making jokes and shit and the kids like running around. I used to love that shit. It's the best, man. Uh, it's I like, wish I could go back now and not watch it on tape. I wish I could do like a uh it's a wonderful life kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Or like a
1: Christmas carol. Yeah. Like stand outside of a window or in the room, like a fly on the wall. Yeah. And just see what the dynamic was because of the same thing, like a school feeling smaller now. Mm -hmm. Go and and sit there and be like, I would have hated this as an adult. You know what I mean? Yep. Or I would have been like, oh, this was as good as I remember. Yeah. You know, because I bet you... I bet you'd be weird. I bet you'd be different. Oh, completely, man. You'd be like, oh, why do I care so
2: much about this? Look at it. It's not even good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A couple other quick ones I can tell you about my family. So we do a family reunion that we just had the 75th annual one. So I might have mentioned it on here before. I know you and I have talked about it. But also take that in. 75 years. Of the second Sunday in June, every year getting together. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal, yeah. and we have we have traditions with inside that tradition of like the egg toss, the hula hoop contest, yeah. the person who always brings their homemade fried chicken. Their ex girlfriend. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> she shows up. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, I'm a part of this as much as he is. Right. The water balloon toss, <laughs> the egg toss, and then the night before that, we now have a p- anything that's a toss It's good. Yeah, toss salad is yeah. going to be on the table. We <laughs> we uh, we have a like a pre family reunion party, which I. I think probably started around 30, 35 years ago. And the night before that, my own whole family gets together and plays cards. And it's, yeah. you know, there's over half the people who come to the family reunion come to that.
1: Yeah. I Intense have one. gambling.
2: I have ones that I've created. In How the many past, people show up for the family reunion? Like around 200. <laughs> 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 yeah. Give or take like 50 to 60 people. And you
1: are, and I you take, would be a blood relative a... to at least a hundred of them. Is yeah. that about right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Good Lord. Yeah. Um, in the past few years, so I have nephews, and we've started this tradition every Thanksgiving. Like uh, around maybe eight, nine o'clock at night, we go out to Walmart, and yeah. they each get to pick like one like fifteen dollar thing, and oh, they that's look fun. forward to it like the whole day. Like Uncle Danny's gonna take us to Walmart; it's gonna be yeah, crazy out there. That. That's and, fun. And now, like Walmart starts at like noon. It used to be they didn't start till ten, so it really was crazy when right. you got there. But now it's not. Yeah. But it's a thing that we do every single year. Yeah, that. I remember people doing stuff like that with me, and that sticks with you forever even oh, yeah. and eventually it'll stop. they're gonna get too cool for me, right, you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's like another one that I do. I love shit like that, yeah, I don't know I just I come from a place of. I, Let's keep doing this.
1: Yeah, well, it feels good. And you want to like pass on that uh, nostalgia. I think yeah. it's important because you're I'm a nostalgic
2: person. yeah Remember that, that last episode I talked about my favorite shows? They're all <laughs> stuck in the fucking 50s and 60s. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But also, I think uh, I think it's important because that uh, those moments meaning so much to you yeah. is also directly related to the amount of effort you're willing to make with maintaining your relationships with your family. I think because yeah. if you didn't have those things, you might not have this this entity to protect and preserve and carry on. Whereas uh, in your case. You do feel some responsibility to try to pass on what's made you feel good growing up to your yeah. nephews or, yeah. or others yeah. in the family to be like, you know, hey, p- someone used to take me out and give me like 15 bucks and it meant the world to me. And because of that, you know that more than likely it means a lot to them. Right. And the reason you know that at some point they're not going to give a shit and they're going to be cooler than you is because that's what you did. Yeah. And, you're, and, and when that time comes... I guarantee you'll be like, I know you're too, fu- too fucking cool for it. So here's what we're going to do now that you're this. Like You might already, uh, you might be unaware that you already know the next move when they're too cool for it. To be like, this is what I liked when I was 15. Right. And then they're like, God, how does he get us?
2: I said this once on a live Dumb People Town, but I was. An LDBT, uh, hold on, <laughs> L L D P T yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, my mo- I told my mom, I'm like, some of the nephews are getting like too, too cool for me. Like yeah. they don't wanna go to Thanks they don't wanna do like Thanksgiving Walmart with me or they don't wanna go to a movie with me anymore. Yeah. And uh she was like Yeah, I mean they're fourteen, fifteen. In like ten years the It circles back. They'll come back. Yeah, yeah. And and then like a week or two later I was home and it was like Saturday night and I was watching like House Hunters and Drinking Wine with my aunt Connie and my mom and I was oh, like
1: God, it's like sometimes and I was, you like,
2: just make it
1: Unintentionally so dark.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, she's right. Like I came back. Like yeah. eventually, here we are now. Anyways, I out. was just
1: sitting there watching House Hunters drinking wine and the only light was what was coming off of the TV. All the lights <laughs> in that. Ha- you know if you're in the front yard, you just see the TV light through yeah, the, the glow. window and it's kind of scary. It <laughs> scary. It's scary. That's
2: some Poltergeist <laughs> shit, man.
1: Even the garage light's not on. It's just like just that. Right. We're and just... just in there and it's nothing but merlot. It right. is nothing but a thick Mm-mm.
2: merlot. Yep. <laughs> just watching a show about some people who are eventually going to get divorced. <laughs> And that was me coming back around. (laughs) And that might be my favorite tradition.
1: Anyways, every Halloween we watch a video of me and Aunt Connie (laughs) (laughs) watching (laughs) outside.
2: Oh, this was a fun one. Oh, that was good. Who wrote that letter again? Claire, you can call her Claire. Claire, bride. Thanks so much for sending that in,
1: Claire. Good for you.
2: I'm excited.
1: Protect those traditions It means a lot
2: Roy, you and I are going to be friends for a few more years no. I'm excited to see the traditions That come out of your family um, Me
1: too yeah. I'm excited as well uh, I intend to make very little effort And just see what naturally occurs
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, Claire We appreciate your story of your
1: family And we'll be watching you from a distance As from we do is- with everyone that's ever written a letter
2: Oh yeah, We, we have, now watch We have your prints we run out of a your, database.
1: We have your DNA. Yep. And we have been watching all of you uh, from a distance with a very old
2: camcorder. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. Thanks, guys.